Uh, Mike Kliss, let's let's bounce this bounce this question off our good buddy Mike Kliss, our Nine News Broncos insider. Uh, he joins us thanks to Fitness Gallery. Mike, um, the 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 two parties of Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are about to go their separate ways. Who do you think will have success first, considering all the factors? Yeah, I heard you ask that, and. Uh to Phil, and I said, boy, I hope he doesn't ask me that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I, you know, I guess I can see Russ uh, winning 10 and 11 games next year for, I don't know, are the Washington Commanders ready? The Atlanta, if, you know, the uh, the Atlanta Falcons are an interesting team. Agreed. Uh, they, they, they need a quarterback. They seem like they got a lot of talent. They're pretty good. Their quarterbacks uh, have stunk this year. That seems like a logical team, and, you know, he could be a difference there. And I can see him win 10 and 11. And, you know, the Broncos with Sean Payton, right now it's hard to see who their quarterback is going to be. So, uh, you know, it, I, I guess there would be a, a, a bit of a greater known with Russ, even though you don't know his team, you know him, than you do uh, Sean Payton with, with so much uncertainty on their quarterback next year. Mike, with the season pretty much over, you got one game left. Okay, going into the new year, the new season, who's more likely to stick around? Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy? Or both? Uh, Cortland Sutton is way more um, likely to stick around. I, I know he has his uh, contract, but it's non-guaranteed. His average was $15 million. Let's say he's making $15 million next year. And uh, but it's non guaranteed, and Sutton has about thirteen million, and it is guaranteed. It's that fifth year, it's that fifth year option they picked up. Yeah. But um, I, I, you know, right now I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, Jerry Judy's been on the trade market. Uh, the the last two trade cycles, uh, last off season, uh, at the trading period this time, and I think he'll be, you know, mentioned in. Uh, in the trading uh, this off season, and um, you know, right now it just seems like Cortland Sutton's a better fit for Sean Payton, and this and that's what all this is all about, right? I yeah. mean, that's as Russell Wilson found out, it's about the Sean Payton offense and fitting, and there's no question that Cortland Sutton fits it better. Um, I don't think the Broncos would would um, even though that's a logical financial move to make because it's non-guaranteed, I think, uh, you know, they have, a, they have a tough enough time with their skilled position players. Uh, Sutton really has been the most impactful all year. Uh, I think he comes back, and, and I think maybe if I had to put a nickel on it, Jerry Judy does not. Mm. Well, with that being said, and I, I want to stay on this path, and I know that it's, it's we still got one game left, and we don't want to ever see anybody leave, but this is the NFL. Um in your opinion, do you think that this could be Justin Simmons' last year as a Denver Bronco? Justin Simmons. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'd still be surprised by that. Again, he's into the non-guarantee portion. Yeah. So it's always possible. And they are going to have to make some, you know, they, they possibly have to make one or two unpopular um, moves to, to kind of offset the $39 million. And dead million uh, or, or dead money cap, uh, dead money cash on Russell Wilson, thirty-five million in dead cap. 
Um, but I don't think it'll be. I I think I think uh, maybe the answer might be to do a contract adjustment there. What I think the Broncos are going to do to offset um, Russell Wilson. First of all, they don't have to worry too much about cash because that's where the Penner Walton group comes in. And as far as the cap, I think you might see a lot of contracts converted, you know, restructured to where they get some signing bonuses. And uh, you can bring the, the cap down, uh, way down, if you uh, even tack on a year and give these guys signing bonus and you prorate all that stuff out. So I wouldn't be surprised if something like that is uh, done with Justin Simmons. He's still a real productive player, you know, on that defense. You know, he didn't play in the 70-20 to 20 game. Right. And uh, I, I just think Justin Simmons is a, a little too valuable to let go. Mike, uh, what do you think is the best-case scenario for the Broncos this weekend? I mean, there's there's a couple different ways to look at it. If you want to rebuild the roster, maybe a better draft pick would help. But you're also trying to become a winning team for the first time since 2016. Um, and then you have this Jared Stidham factor. Like, how? What? What? What is best for the Broncos this weekend? You know, we were kidding a, a little bit in the media room. Uh, someone uh, asked me to ask uh, Sean Payton what his prediction would be for this game, uh, and I said uh, a forty to thirty-eight loss. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, what? I, 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 I am kidding. I am kidding there. Sean Payton, if you happen to be listening. Sup, Sean? And, uh, you are. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the point is you, you, you want to see some offense. Sean Payton wants to see some offense from uh, Jarrett Stidham, I think, uh, a lot. But he want, he he does want that ninth win. Um, you know, McGlinchey's not going to play, and I know that breaks their offensive line streak. The 17th game uh, got him. You know, they – they're still the first since 2011 to start all to start the first 16 games, but now there's the 17th, and uh, the ribs didn't come around for Mike McGlinchey. Um, but you know these coaches are funny, man. I mean, they spend their lives. Coaches are a different breed. I mean, they they spend 14 hours a day, six days a week, game planning, and um, and they and they do it every week for for 18 weeks. It's uh, they want to win this game. I, I'm not saying that he's that Sean Payton is treating the ninth win like it's a Super Bowl, but uh, he does want it. He does want the uh, the winning season, I think, on his record. And plus, uh, he keeps mentioning the Detroit Lions mm. and how they played last year when they were eliminated before the Green Bay game. They won that game. They beat Green Bay. They finished nine and eight, and that catapulted him. Uh, he thinks. Uh, for this year, they're now 11 and five, and they won the the North Division, NFC North Division. So that's the way Sean Payton is looking at it. He thinks it's important for um, going into the off season and carrying over into next season. And so uh, they're gonna, you know, and Antonio Pierce's. It's got a chance to be a real competitive game. I think Antonio Pierce wants to win this game by three touchdowns too, mm-hmm. because he wants the job yeah. at, at full time from Mark Davis. So you got two teams that want this final game. Um, we'll see how it ends up, but I think it'll be a good game. Mike, right now there's a lot of holes in the Denver Broncos, a lot of holes. One of them possibly is the tight end position. Great dosage at this point. He's back on IR. You know, should we go and draft a tight end in, in the high rounds? 
Yeah, it's uh, – what do you got? Uh, uh, you don't do it in the first round. Yeah. Uh, you get – you know, the, you got to stick to those those four positions in the, in the first round, which is quarterback, cornerback, um, pass rusher, or, or left tackle. Um, and I – I think it's time for a quarterback there. Um, so, in, in light of in light of things, and then you don't pick again till the uh, to the third round. And I think they only have one pick in the third round. Um, that would be tough. I can see the Broncos um, almost going. And I don't. I, I haven't even looked at the free agent tight ends, uh, but maybe uh, maybe picking one up in free agency, and you would pick up a tight end maybe. Uh, you know, middle middle rounds, I think, might be uh, a chance to do. But, yeah, I think you have to uh, start planning your team as if uh, sh- Greg Dulcich won't make it next year. And if he does, it's gravy. And you take him and you fit him in. But uh, right now, uh, you just can't – all those injuries he's had, you just can't trust him going forward. Yeah, Mike, i uh, got to ask you one more here. Vance Joseph. Depending on which way you want to look at this defense, you can kind of uh, create you know, whatever opinion you want uh, of Vance. If you look at you know points yeah. per game and yards given up, Denver's one of the worst defenses in the NFL. But their uh, highest moments this year came off the back of that defense, forcing turnovers where they're one of the best in the NFL. How do you think Sean Payton views the year of Vance, Joseph? Uh, you know, uh, probably – a lot like you just uh, you just painted the picture. I do think um, uh, I, you know it's it's pretty obvious uh, early on. I think uh, Sean was quite upset with Vance <laughs> as he exhibited on the sidelines back to back games. Since then, um, Vance got it together with this defense. He made some remarkable adjustments in personnel. I'm not smart enough to know the defensive changes that they made. I, I think they went a little softer too high zone, um, you know, just tried to keep everything in front of them, especially after that Miami game. But they made so many personnel adjustments that were, um, you know, very astute and, and they were numerous. There was like seven of them. And, and again, they got Justin Simmons back healthy. Uh, I think Vance deserves to be back and, you know, um, we'll see how that turns out. He might have to adjust up an assistant coach or two, but he definitely finished strong. I mean, this in the division, guys, the Broncos have allowed just 12.2 points per game. They played five division games. Wow. Uh, we'll see what happens in this final game. But if uh, they give up uh, 12.2 points again to the to the Raiders, um, you know, I think it's a, a job well done, all things considered, for Vance Joseph. Mike, the Pro Bowl was out. It came and gone, and some people yep. think that, you know, they got snubbed. What do you think about Cortland Sutton not making the Pro Bowl? Well, I think he was like uh, 42nd in yards and, yeah. and 58th in, in catches and uh, tied for third in touchdowns. I mean, there's so many good receivers out there, you know, and 1,000 yard plus. I looked at Keenan Allen and you know, I'd rather have Cortland Sutton than Keenan Allen, but then you look, Keenan Allen in, in two less games has way bigger numbers and, and you know, has done it more uh, consistently over a period of years. You know, Cortland's had two big years now. So um, Cortland, to me, wasn't the biggest snub, 
I thought the biggest snub was um, Alex Singleton at inside linebacker and Quinn Miners at right guard. Mm. Um, you know, Miners, uh, you know, all those, uh, they, they've got these uh, these uh, blocking guru geeks, you know, that have their, their film studies, and they show the blocks now every week. And Miners is on all the – Miners makes all those films because he crushes people. And so, um, you know, that just – but but all that stuff, guys. The Broncos had. This is a function snub. All that stuff. The Broncos haven't made the playoffs in eight years. Right. And um, you know, you know, like Bradley Chubb was leading, uh, uh, was leading the fan vote, voting. You know, his name's been out there for a while, and that's that's kind of how it works. You know, Justin Simmons should have made uh, the Pro Bowl three or four other times. He, this is only the second time he made it. He should have made it three or four other times. I'm not sure this was Justin Simmons' best year yeah. out of the last six. No. You, you know, I think he might have had four better ones. But his name's been out there, and he's been real good, and, and he did have a good year, and he did deserve it. Um, but, you know, guys like Miners and, and Alex Singleton, they're just not household names outside of Broncos country, and so those guys get overlooked. Yeah, and and, and you mentioned Chubb, uh, who unfortunately tore his ACL for yeah. a third time last week. Um, yeah. But, but you mentioned him, like, Bradley Chubb is not in the top, you know, 10 in the entire NFL in sacks. Not not in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, but you know what he is on? Hard Knocks. My H- <laughs> HBO. And, and, and he gets yeah. his own TV show once a week. Um, and that stuff plays a role in what is, lo- you know, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times a popularity yeah. contest. Uh, and, you know, Phil used the word political. It can get yeah. like that. It can just get like that. Um, so I, I know I, that that COVID season of 2020, he had three sacks against the Jets on Thursday night football. And, and he made the Pro Bowl on that game. He finished with seven and a half sacks. Yep. Yeah. You did. know, seven and a half is not Pro Bowl no. stat worthy. I agree with but, you. But that game, plus the fact everyone knew him from being the number five overall pick, correct? Uh, he made the Pro Bowl that year. So. Yeah, he actually it, didn't. It, he, he actually did not lead yeah. the Broncos in sacks that year. Think about that. Yeah, he went to the Pro Bowl. He didn't lead the Broncos in sacks. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the dream killer, Malik Reed, I believe. Mm. Um, yeah, eight it, sacks. Yep, yep. And, and Bradley had seven and a half. <laughs> uh, what do you think we uh, see this weekend, Mike? Uh, on the way out here, uh, uh, one minute or less. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a real good game. You know, 23, 23, 17, you know, somebody was going to have the ball with a chance to tie it or win it on the last drive. Uh, that kind of thing. Josh Jacobs won't be around to, uh, run off the final, uh, eight minutes of the game. Like he's done a couple times. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, that should, that should help the Broncos a little bit. Um, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how it will go. It seems to me like it seems to me like the Raiders are more motivated to win for Antonio Pierce. If I had to kind of gauge the motivational factors, I think the Raiders have a little bit more uh, because they like Antonio Pierce, but that that doesn't mean they're going to win. So I don't know. Uh, my gut kind of says Raiders, but I'm going to pick the Broncos anyway. Uh, why not make it a nice night and eight clean season? I mean, listen and, to you, uh, Mike. You're hemming and hawing, and then you get to make the prediction. He said, "My gut tells me the Raiders, but I'll pick the Broncos." Yeah, 
Uh, you know what? My gut has been wrong so so often this year that I'm going against my gut. Uh, you need some oh, probiotics. Man. Take care of that gut health, Mike. Uh, we, we appreciate your time, yeah. as always, my man. Enjoy. It's been a blast checking in with you uh, every week throughout the year. You got it. We got more to come, guys. Yes, See we you do. Later. Yes, yes we do. All right, there man. he goes, man. Those guts. Those guts, man. Sean Payton says it, too. It's so funny, man. My gut tells me the Raiders. I'll pick the Broncos, though. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. Uh, appreciate like Mike. Uh, pre- appreciate uh, his sponsor, Fitness Gallery, uh, appearing on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline.